The following audio drama is rated PG for pretty good. You should experience lots of explosions with no body parts and a couple of swears. Parents should be ready to cover their ears. Hi, I'm Sarah Smithton, the co-creator and co-host of Almost Always, a variety and sketch comedy show that, among many things, contains the Brit cop serial Adams and Smitty. Adams and Smitty is about two police officers who keep their towns safe from criminals who commit crimes of the food pun variety. This is story eight, the mystery on the Mandarin Express, or when ham turns sour. Almost always presents Adams and Smitty, the mystery on the Mandarin Express, or when ham turns sour. Written by Charlotte Adams and Sarah Smithton. Adams and Smitty is sponsored by Mr. Jimmy's Avocado Hats. Available in every color that is complementary to green, we promise you'll walk away happy in an avocado hat. Chapter One: Suspiciously Speedy Citrus. PC Smitty's personal log: A quiet day after what has been an exceptionally busy week. First, there was the business with Wilfred and the Beatles in his newspaper stand. That Don Ricky Tyler, he is such a troubled young man. Then there was the four-day-long case concerning Lilith and her two sisters and the missing Shakespeare anthology. Uh, needless to say, we're certainly thankful for a bit of a rest. Oi, Smitty! You have a visitor! Uh, I'm doing my log, Adams! But I think you'll like who's here. Uh, coming! To be continued. Uh, who is it? Oh, Toby! Smitty, how are you? Keeping our streets safe? Uh, oh, you know, just doing my job. Oh, she's just being modest. We've had an excellent run as of late. This one single-handedly caught Yanto Saxon, a.k.a. Omega, that graffiti artist who's been mucking about scrawling lewd pictures on posters for the past month. Yeah, it, it was a team effort. It's good to see you again, Toby. It's been ages. How have you been? Been good. Can't complain. As you may know, I'm starring in a production of Mystery on the Mandarin Express at the Castle Playhouse. A play about mysterious fast oranges? Personally, I prefer a simple, slow satsumer, but... No, silly. It's a Peter Ferguson play. His most famous. Love, deceit, whodunit, all set on a fast-moving train to China. When I was in grade school, I played Clarabelle. Why, Smitty, I didn't know you were an actor. Oh, I'm not. Only in school. I did love that part, though. I can still remember some of those speeches. How did that one go? Oh, yeah. Why, really, Geoffrey, if you'd think I'd fall for your act again, you're as deluded as a pear farmer waiting for apples to grow. <laughs> <laughs> well done, you. Oh, you'll never guess who's playing Clarabelle in our production. Artemis Steele. Isn't she the one who did that honey-baked ham commercial? They play that all the time. That's her, our local celebrity. Oh, lovely. Well, I happen to have two tickets to tonight's first preview. And I'd love it if you two could make it. My treat. Will there be ham? Well, uh, no, but... I'm just joshing you. Of course, Toby. We'd be happy to attend. Yes, we'd love to come. Brilliant. 
Well, I best be off to a final rehearsal. Lovely seeing you, Smitty. You too, Adams. A free evening at the theatre! What a surprise! I do adore Ferguson play. Even if it does star that hack, Artemis Steele. Oh, what's wrong with her? She was great in that ham commercial. She had no lines! She just stood there and gestured. Anyone can do that. And now everyone makes such a big deal about it. They talk about Oh, it she may be pub. good. You never know. I'll believe it when I see it. Shall we? Can we stop for ham sandwiches first? Naturally. These are fantastic seats. We'll have to thank Toby for them. Oh, look, Henrietta Hamilton is in this. I saw her in Hamlet last year. She was lovely. Who was she? Ophelia? No, Hamlet. Interesting choice. Says here she'll be playing, um, Martha the Maid? Oh, such a shame. She'd be a much better Clarabelle, especially over little Miss Honeybaked Ham. Shh, it's starting! Martha, is every piece of luggage accounted for? Yes, sir. I've had them all sent to your compartment. Excellent. I want everything to be perfect. After all, you only get one honeymoon. But, sir, it's your second honeymoon. Oh, don't remind me. Since Amelia's been in my life, it's like that woman never existed. But, sir... Martha, dear, please refrain from ever mentioning that goatish giglet ever again. Oh, I thought I recognized that voice. <laughs> Still hurling Shakespearean alliterative insults my way, are we, Jeffrey? I would have thought perhaps you might have graduated to jabs of the Jacobian nature. You and he are so well suited for one another, given the fact that you are both miserable sods. Oh, for heaven's sake, of all the trades... Oh, believe me, I'm as thrilled about this as you are, you pestiferous pringcox. But it looks as if we still have the same taste in exotic travels. What's the occasion? My honeymoon. Oh, really? Yes, really. Or did you think I was here to see you? Or is it the other way around? Did you get tired of being the barren-spirited baggage that you are and decide you couldn't live without me? I mean, I understand. It must be terribly difficult going from me to, well, solitude. Getting lonely, Clara. Why really, Geoffrey? If you think I'd fall for your act again, you're as deluded as a pear farmer waiting for apples to grow. She's terrible. Toby, Henrietta, Lydia Honeysuckle, Sterling Winthrop, Graham Thomas, literally everyone else is ten times better than she is. Who's Lydia Honeysuckle? She's playing Amelia, Jeffrey's new fiancé. And who's Sterling Winthrop? He plays the Count. And who's Graham Thomas? He plays the Constable. Didn't you read your program? I wanted to be surprised. And plus, Artemis is not that bad, Smitty. Come on. I do like the play, though. It's Ferguson's best. Oh, this is my favourite part of the dining car scene. The grape toss. That looks particularly nice in a fez. But what else would I think of me look particularly nice in a fez? What what was that, Clarabelle? Nothing, nothing. Don't mind me, Jeffrey. I'm just here enjoying some grapes. You know how I love a good grape. (gasps) Is she supposed to be choking right now? Uh, not to my knowledge. Unless the director added it in? Uh, edgy adaptations are all the rage now. <coughs> huh. 
I guess it was part uh, of the play I, after I all. Seem hmm. to have lost my no appetite. one's that good at choking. Amelia, if that would have to be the first real acting she's done so far. I knew she was more than just a ham. Is it really only intermission? You know I love the Mandarin Express, but I can't sit through much more for chewing the scenery like that. Oh, she was quite good just now in the dinner scene. And the rest of the cast is great. Adams, would you please just let me complain about Artemis's terrible acting? Okay, fine, fine. Psst. Smitty, Adams, come here quick. Toby, what is it? Aren't you supposed to be preparing for Act 2? Follow me backstage. I need your help. Toby, you're doing a marvellous job so far. You really are. And that Artemis, she was quite fun with that choking gag just now. I'm so glad you two can make it, and I wish I could chat more, but there's a situation and I, I didn't know what else to do. What's going on? Well, that's the thing. That choking you mentioned, I'm afraid that was real. Artie choked on what was supposed to be a grape, but instead... her nickname is... Artie? Yes. And she choked. Yes, that's what I said. Artie choked. <laughs> you said Artie choked. <laughs> Get it? Artie choked? <laughs> well, I must admit that was a humorous play on words. But unfortunately, this situation is not quite so jovial. Because now we can't finish the play. <gasps> Chapter 2. The Grape Deception You can't finish the play! How come? Follow me. Ladies, this is Artemis Steele. So good to meet you, Miss Steele. Wonderful job so far. You're really <coughs> stealing the show. Uh, yes. Your costumes look lovely on you. <coughs> Thank you. Is everything okay? Why can't she speak? It has to do with the grape bit. You remember, Smitty, Clarabelle throws a grape into the air and catches it in her mouth to impress Jeffrey. But someone switched out the grapes with wax grapes, and Artie is dreadfully allergic to beeswax. So her throat swelled and she choked. So it wasn't part of the play. I told you. Luckily, we were able to finish out the scene, but when Artie got off stage, there was a cryptic note taped to her dressing room door. Here. She had her shot. Now I've had my sweet revenge. Farewell, Clarabelle. You won't be Artemist. Yikes! That's some seriously sinister stuff. And now, Artie's throat has closed up and she's unable to finish the second act. I must say, I had a feeling she'd choke. I just didn't think it literally. <coughs> but how will you finish the show? Can you just cut Clarabelle and carry on? You can't cut Clarabelle. She's the romantic lead. And the second act has that remarkable speech about why she can't possibly no be the- No spoilers! Sorry. But what are you going to do? Uh, could you put Henrietta on instead? <coughs> She's not prepared. And even if we could, we have no understudies for anyone. And Henrietta's part, while small, is important, so we can't just cut it. Oh, true, true. She does play a pivotal role in the final scene. No spoilers! Sorry. Well, see, 
I remembered you mentioning you had played Clarabelle before, and remembered her lines. So... Oh, goodness, no! I could never... Oh, please, you remember those lines like it was yesterday. You were repeating most of them on the way over here. Do it! Plus, our stage manager, Tegan, will be on book backstage just in case you need help. But, Adams, how will we solve the case if I'm on stage? The play must go on. Just keep your eyes peeled for any on-stage hijinks while I'll cover backstage. I'll see if I can't catch this nefarious villain in the act. Okay. I'll do it. That's my girl. Artie, you come with me. We've got a cab waiting to take you to the hospital. See you out there, Smitty. Break a leg. Oh, good God, what did I get myself into? Oh, you're going to be fine. Let's get your costume on. Artemis, are you okay? You know I'm ready if you... Who are you? Hello! I'm PC Adams, and this is PC Smitty. She's taking over for Artemis while she goes to the hospital. Hello! Hi, how are you? Wait, what? You're going on? You're not even an actor. Oh, well, Toby asked me to step in. He said you weren't a possible replacement and unprepared and... Weren't a possible replacement, huh? Unprepared, huh? Well, we'll sure see about that. Well, that was certainly odd. Why was she so angry? I have no idea. Uh, Keep an eye on her. Uh, Here goes nothing. Break legs! Chapter 3. Sabotage a Molly. PC Adams Backstage Log. I'm reporting backstage from the Castle Playhouse. PC Smitty is on stage right now, and she's acting her little heart to choke out. <laughs> oh, poor Artemis. I really shouldn't, but love an artichoke joke. Artichokes! Shh! Adams! Put that recorder away. It'll interfere with the sound system. Sorry, Tegan. Why don't you sit here in the chair next to the prop table? It'll help with the backstage traffic. But I need to see what's going on on stage to make sure another sinister deed doesn't happen again. You can look at the monitor up there in the corner. Perfect view from the prop table. Oh, thanks. Sorry again. Well, it's not a perfect view, but it's something. Oh, wow. I didn't realize how many props they used in this play. And they're all labeled. How fun. The conductor's whistle, a serving tray, the fruit bowl. What I wouldn't give for a banana right now. Please don't eat the props. Sorry. Smee, how's it going? Surprisingly well. I've got a bit of a break before the next big scene. Noticed anything or anyone suspicious back here? Not yet. Shoot. I'm doing my best to keep my eyes peeled, but it's tricky when I'm also trying to remember all these lines and look like I'm not making up the blocking on the spot. Well, from what I can see on the monitor, you look just fine. Oh, thanks, pal. Oh, one more thing. Toby forgot to pick up his prop rope while he was offstage last, and I don't see it here on the prop table. Do you think you could have a look-see and see if you can find it? It's kind of crucial for the final scene. I'd ask Tegan, but she is swamped right now with stage manager duties. Can do, chum. You get out there and keep breaking that leg. Not literally, of course. When you find it, give me a little wave from backstage and I'll grab it from you. You're the best. Now, if I were a rope, where would I be? 
Oh, Henrietta, have you possibly seen a... <gasps> rope? What about the rope? Nothing. It's just that I was sent to find it. Toby needs it on stage. Oh, I'm well aware. I just... I had noticed it was rather coarse and decided to soften it up using some avocado oil. It's great for your skin. Should feel better on Toby's hands. Wait a second. Avocado oil? But Toby has an avocado allergy. How do you know? No, he doesn't. That's ridiculous. Yes, he does. A few weeks ago, he and Smitty and I went for Mexican food at Miranda's, and it was a complete disaster. But shall we order some guacamole for the table? I can't have any. What? Why not? I'm deathly allergic to avocados. Oh, that's the pits. So there's no way you could be helping Toby. Ugh, fine. I was trying to hurt him. You know why? Because he hurt me. Not only did he turn down a date with me early in the rehearsal process, something I still don't understand, but tonight, when I could have had the chance to play a role that should have been mine, he goes around and puts that police chick on stage. It's completely ridiculous that he'd insist I was incapable of going on. I mean, she's doing a little bit better than that two-bit hack Artemis, but not by much. Oh my god! You're the one who choked Artemis. Well, someone had to shut her up. The girl was murdering Ferguson's words. Oh, this whole bloody town seems to be under her spell. Do you know I was up for that Honey Bake Ham commercial, too? It was between me and her. She only got picked because she's tall and blonde. And then that commercial became strangely popular, so she got this celebrity status, and then the Castle Company players decided to give the role of Clarabelle to her because of her newfound fame, thinking it would draw in crowds. It's just been one thing after another. But tonight, tonight was the last straw. Right before we went to places, she comes into my dressing room and says, Break a leg, Henrietta, but don't be too much of a ham. Oh wait, you're not the ham girl, I'm the ham girl. <laughs> Can you believe that? After everything I've been through, because of her, she goes and says that? The one thing she knows I'm sensitive about. That conniving little bimbo. She needed to go and make way for the rightful Clarabelle. Ha! Well, I'll admit that Artemis shouldn't have said that, but that's no reason to almost kill her. And you were trying to hurt Toby, too. Oh, you're toast, Henrietta. Oh, yeah? Just try and stop. Ah! Well, that's taking break a leg too literally. Ow! At least it makes it easier for me to handcuff you. Ugh, let go of me! Get your hands off me! What's going on? Why is there oil everywhere? Oh, goodness, Henrietta, you have to be back on stage. I would be on my way, except for the fact that this police goon has me in handcuffs. Tegan, this woman is under arrest for double sabotage can't let her go. Well, somebody needs to go on stage and deliver that line. Well, looks like it's gonna be you. Me? Yes, you. Let me watch Henrietta. I need to clean up this oil anyway. Just prevent anyone else from slipping. Good plan. So, what's my line? I cannot stay silent anymore. I saw Miss Amelia go into their stateroom that night. There was a loud shriek, and then she left in a hurry. Furiously shaking her hands, I just assumed she had angered Lady Clarabelle, but upon repacking Amelia's suitcase, I discovered the dress she had worn that evening with blood spots. This can only mean she is the culprit. Oh, jeez. 
That's a long line. Okay, um, I'll be on book if you need me. Just take the maid hat and apron so you at least somewhat resemble the character. You enter from upstage left. Here goes nothing. Go, go. Adams, what are you doing? I'll tell you later. Uh, hello there. I'm Martha. I know I look a bit different, but I'm here to say I cannot stay silent anymore. I saw Miss Amelia go into the stateroom that night. There was a loud shriek, and then she left in a hurry, furiously shaking her hands. I... I... I just assumed. I just assumed she had angered Lady Clarabel, but upon repacking Amelia's suitcases, I discovered the dress she had worn that evening with blood spots. This can only mean she is the culprit. <gasps> Amelia's the murderer? Who'd have thought? Adams! Sorry, I got caught up in the moment. Shh. Ah, yes. Well, uh, the Count always did have a rather girlish cry. Amelia, is this true? I didn't mean to kill him. I didn't mean to kill anyone. I just wanted to hurt her. Me? Why on earth would you want to hurt Clarabel? Oh, come off it, Geoffrey. I've seen the way you look at her. You've never looked at me that way. I wanted her out of the picture. But then the Count startled me and I panicked. I can't believe this. I'm so sorry, darling. But now that you and everyone else knows, I must go. Where are you going? We're on a moving train. A quick constable, arrest her. Oh, bugger, I don't have my cuffs. Oh, I've got a... Where's my rope? Here, Geoffrey. Take my apron. That should work. Thanks, Adams. I, I mean, Martha. Oh, get your paws off of me, really. I'm sorry, Amelia, my dear, but I think I want a divorce. Come along, miss. But I did it for love! That's what they all say. Come on. We'll take it to the caboose. It looks like this journey's events have left us without partners. Uh, to be fair, you just left yours. Mine was killed. By mine? You've always had such rotten taste in women. <laughs> Normally I'd agree with you and hurl an insult back, but right now I just have one question to ask you. And to do it, I have to be down on one knee. Geoffrey! Oh, come on, you stubborn hard stockfish. It's clear you still love me. We've had nothing but tension the entire train ride. You must have felt it too. Are you sure it wasn't that unpaved road we hit earlier this morning? <laughs> I'm serious, Clara. Will you marry me? Again? Why, you viperous Vilago. I thought you'd never ask. I guess apples did grow for that pear farmer after all. Seems fitting. For the Mandarin Express. Thank you. Just doing what I can in a time of crisis. Oh, your hand was off nothing. Me. It's nothing. Stunky Glad person. you enjoyed it. Don't Come on, you get into the car. Let go of me. You, Smitty. What was with your delivery? You were more wooded than a dead tree. You're no actor. And you, Adams, that last line, oh, you completely butchered it. Nobody can act in this town. 
I trained at Piper University. I'm a star. Why will nobody give me a chance? My, she's a feisty one. Whew, to say the least. <laughs> wow. I can't thank you both enough for tonight. Smitty, you were marvelous. And Adams, the maid's apron as a substitute for a rope? Brilliant thinking on your feet. Are you sure you're not an actor? Let's celebrate both of your performances with dinner sometime. Not Miranda's, though. <laughs> Till then. Hey, how you doing? Sometime. It's totally what does he mean, sometime? Why can't he just pick a specific date and time? Ugh, actors. So incredibly non-committal and vague. Toby or not Toby, as it were. But speaking of grabbing a meal, I'm starving. Ugh, as am I. All that acting has me ravenous. Where shall we go? Lucy's will be open tonight. Extra hours on the weekend. That sounds delightful. Oh, but wait, what about Henrietta? Yeah, what about me? You keep quiet back there and think about what you've done. She'll be fine. We'll grab takeaway and then lock her up. To Lucy's? To Lucy's. Geronimo! That was Adams and Smitty. The mystery on the Mandarin Express, or When Ham Turns Sour. Starring Charlotte Adams as Adams, Sarah Smithton as Smitty, Daniel Lonsbury as Toby, Jesse Canizaro as Henrietta Hamilton, Hallie Alspa as Artemis Steele, Tyler Holstein as Sterling Winthrop, Grace Harden as Lydia Honeysuckle, Leah Dennis as Tegan the Stage Manager, and Alec Hines as Graham Thomas. Full episodes of Almost Always can be found on almostalwaysshow.com and on all podcast streaming sites. Stay lonely.